Hey there, are you a happiness seeker? Have you survived trauma and pain? And are you ready to heal and transform? Then stay tuned. You are listening to the Open to Happiness podcast, and I am your host, Nicoleta. previous weeks we've looked into religion science manipulation and truth and perhaps you found yourself somewhere in that story let's now clarify why you struggle to come to terms with your inheritance firstly what does it mean to struggle to accept your inheritance it is about accepting with no judgment yourself the other people in the humanity the world surrounding you the cultures and the invisible strings that seem to squeeze yourself now and again. Yes, like me and all of the others, you are one pixel on the screen of the world. But you are part of this story and you contribute to this story. Whatever the story is, you contribute to that with your actions, with your thoughts, and with the emotions that you entertain and you send out in the world. We spoke earlier how insignificant we are in the universe, but we have a purpose. We matter, and we will see in week 10 what your purpose is, why you've been assigned this path, and where is this meant to take you. You struggle to come to terms with your human inheritance and to accept what is, because you learned since you were very little to, one, to believe in what was said to you, two, to aim to be boundless, three, to look for expansion, four, to always want more, and five, to crave what you don't have, what you can't have. How do you come to terms with life when it's in your human nature to feel impressionable, boundless, and greedy? Clearly, this is not easy. The human nature will surface in all your instincts, drives, and desires. But there is a catch. With awareness, you can actually observe all of these inner manifestations in real time. And in that space of presence, use your choice to acknowledge them and let them be or to act on them. This choice is very important. And whatever you choose, it is all coming on your path to teach you something. And like the Buddhist teachers, to take you out of your pain and your suffering to gain healing. This is taking us smoothly into the missing link in the suffering of the people in our modern society. What is the missing link? I mean, we have this amazing civilized society, and yet we don't seem to be able to be happier. We are, in fact, less happier than ever. The missing link is the understanding that suffering and healing come from the same place. This means that if you know the source of your suffering, you have access to your healing too. But what is the source of your suffering? The science of psychology will tell you that your suffering has a diagnosis. It is labeled somehow. And that its cause is a chemical imbalance, a genetic inheritance, or whatever other reasons. Different other religions will make reference to the sin and the human penitence. But in reality, the source of our suffering is the attachment to people, material stuff, dreams, and desires. 
The Buddhist tradition is teaching us exactly this, the non-attachment. Not detachment, but non-attachment. This is a very unusual concept for, for the modern men educated in the West. I, I appreciate that. Because we are fully conditioned to attach to people, to objects, to, to have wishes and desires, to fulfill our, our dreams, our purpose in life. And we struggle to understand what non-attachment really is because clearly we are wired for attachment. And attachment is essential for our well-being. And I've said it before, human connection is in fact our most significant need. So how can you manage your attachment if you are supposed to practice non-attachment, you might ask. In the Buddhist teachings, non-attachment means to engage with life fully, but to remain flexible and to be prepared to accept any kind of outcome. This is where our problems start. We have wishes, we make dreams, and we get attached to them. We get attached so badly that we cannot even contemplate the thought of another outcome. And this attachment to a desired outcome, to material objects and to people, is the source of our suffering. But how do we manage this in a healthy way? How can I attach but remain non-attached? So let's take them one by one. Attachment to material objects and goods. Now, we all love to have things. Material objects and goods, they are good, they are enhancing our lives, they bring comfort, and they bring a good lifestyle, and naturally, they contribute to our satisfaction in life. But when we get too attached to a house, to a car, I don't know, to an object, we lose our freedom. We get enslaved. Imagine a flood or a tsunami destroying your house. Imagine an accident destroying your car. Imagine losing your talisman or a piece of jewelry or, or anything else. If your joy and happiness depend on this, then you are losing your happiness together with that material something. But in reality, there are many houses available to you. There are many cars produced every day, apparently 150,000 each day. And a piece of jewelry can be replaced too. And the same with any other object. So love them for as long as they are part of your life. And just let them go when they are not part of your life anymore, for any reason. It is the same with wishes and desires. Allow these wishes and desires to express themselves and make steps towards fulfilling them. But if they don't happen, if they don't materialize, or they come out a little bit different to what you expected, just let it be that way. You are still the same person, whether your wish comes through or not. What changes is your perception of life. In the case of the attachment to people, things seem to be a little bit more complicated because the nature of the connection we develop with the other is a bit more personal and intimate. And this makes the non-attachment much more difficult. Still, irrespective of how painful it is to imagine non-attachment to our lovers, children, parents, siblings, close friends, and so on. We need to do it. We need to accept the thought that our dear ones may disappear one day. They may go out from our lives due to death, to breakup, to conflict, to relocation, and so on. And the more we strengthen our sense of self and the awareness of our boundaries, 
the less we suffer and the quicker we get back on our feet. It is a fact of life that anything can happen to anyone around us, and that's not the end of our life. We will still survive whatever happens, whatever we have and whatever we lose. We need to accept the thought that our dear ones may disappear from our lives one day. Due to death, due to breakup, conflict, relocation, and so on. And the more we strengthen ourselves, we need to accept the thought that our dear ones may disappear from our lives one day due to death, relocation, breakup, conflict, whatever. And the more we strengthen our sense of self and the awareness of our boundaries, the less we will suffer and the quicker we we need to accept the thought that our dear ones may disappear from our lives one day due to death, breakup, conflict, relocation, and so on. And the more we strengthen our sense of self, and the awareness of our boundaries, the less we suffer and the quicker we get back on our feet. It is a fact of life that anything can happen to anyone around us, and this is not the end of our life. We will still survive whatever and whoever we lose. Often when the boundaries are weak and we live through a relationship and through our role in that relationship, we develop dependency. We cling on the other and we live our lives in uncertainty. We live our lives for the others, not for ourselves. And this is causing harm, not just to us, but also to our partners, because none of us receives what they want from, from that relationship. If you understand this, it will reduce your suffering in life tremendously and it will help you open to presence, joy and happiness. You have listened to the Open to Happiness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, show us your love, share, subscribe, or give us a review. Thank you.